This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org to discover more shows like this one. The Darkness gentlemen and welcome to the show this is a podcast about the strange and unusual the secret and conspiracies the fringe and the supernatural this is a show where we do little to no research on our topics we are not professionals in any field except speculation this is the secret transmission podcast today we're going to be talking about the slender man I am your host, Toby, and alongside me are my co-hosts. Introduce yourselves. Kristen. Ladies first, so I'm Rudy. Oh, wait, ladies first. Oh, I apologize. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I'll switch it around in editing. (laughs) It'll say ladies first, Rudy. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So, guys, today we are talking about a, a new folklore, a new urban legend. A new myth. Not so new. Uh, he's within the past few years within yeah. 10 years that's not new T- 10 years well it's, it's not an ancient cryptid that's yeah for sure. it doesn't have a a grand history of Look, like 40... if a motorcycle can turn it in to be an antique in 10 years it can be an antique in 10 years it is not an antique it was <laughs> it was birthed on the internet the internet's not that old do you remember dial up uh, yes <laughs> yes <laughs> That was 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 years ago. You were, you were what, three when dial-up no, was around? No, excuse me. No, I was not. I was like 15. <laughs> okay, so... That's 13 years ago. Let's talk 14. about our topic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're talking about Slender Man, obviously. So, who is the Slender Man? So, I've got a small description. I, okay. I've, I've, wrote, I've looked everywhere on the internet for characteristics of this Slender Being... He is a supernatural entity that is tall and slender. Mm-hmm. Get it? Because he's the sl- name. slender right. man. <laughs> he wears black or gray suits. Most of the time, he has either a red or black tie. Depending on his surroundings in the background. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Or who he's going after. This red tie looks good today. Right. <laughs> I'm feeling the black tie. <laughs> I have a formal after I kill these kids. I need a gray hood. His face is usually white with no facial features or hair, and he usually has really long fingers, Uh long slender fingers. Uh Usually when he is seen, he is standing and staring at you with his hands either dangling to his side or like a gentleman behind his back. He's known for stalking and abducting people, mostly children. Uh Uh-huh. He is also able to create black tentacles from his fingers and from his back. And sometimes he appears to use the tentacles from his back to walk, kind of like Dr. Octopus in the oh, Spider-Man okay. 2 movie. Yeah. yeah. So that makes him more creepy because his feet are just kind of swinging. Right. Bitch, I see you. I see you lurking over there in the corner. <laughs> yeah, you, you see him, though. You, better, you, you best just count your blessings and get the hell out of there. Or you're already dead. One of the two. He can usually be found in the forest. So if if you don't if you're not in a forest, don't worry about it. But right. usually it's in a forest. He enjoys stalking people who become overly paranoid about his existence. So if you're one of the ones that are out there scared to death of him being real, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's coming for you first. And he might also appear to float or drift rather than walk, like he does the whole just coming at you without his legs moving. It's probably his tentacles that you just can't see him. See, and that's kind of what I thought when I read that. Yeah, the invisi the invisi tentacles. Yeah. yeah. Well, if it's dark outside, you're not going to be able to see the black tentacles. Right. Yeah. So far, this this little myth, this little legend, he's appeared in a bunch of media in his oh, yeah. in his short ten year existence. Really? That's all he's been around is about 10 years? Well, I, we'll get to that in just a minute, but oh. you know, it's, it's been about 10 years or okay. so. Okay. He's been in video games like Slender, The Eight Pages, 
and Slender the Arrival. And there's a ton of, like, knockoff video games. Oh, yeah. And there's a ton of Let's Plays with popular YouTubers as well. Right. Like, he's even been uh, kind of used in the, the Minecraft series. The Enderman. Oh, the Enderman, yeah. A lot of people draw a huge comparison to the two, so he's in a lot of of video game stuff now. Right. There's several movies based off him by the same name. A few uh, web series like Marble Hornets, which I've never really watched it, but it's kind of an ARG, an alternate reality game. Oh, Uh, okay, I gotcha. Yeah. I've watched probably the first 15 or so. It's kind of like, basically it's about this uh, high school guy that's making a movie, called Marble Hornets. He uh-huh. films all this stuff, uh, test footage and stuff, and he ends up dropping all or he ends up stop filming the movie and his buddy's like, "Well, what'd you do with all the footage?" and the guy's like, "I just stopped." Right. "Don't worry about it." Just he's like, "Well, can I have the footage?" So this guy's combing through all this footage and he's seeing uh, the guy that was making the movie is being haunted by a slender figure. Right. And it, it's it's pretty interesting. Marble Hornets on YouTube. And it's either later this year or early next year that they're going to do an actual like Hollywood movie. For Marble Hornets? No, not Marble oh. Hornets, but just Slenderman. they're doing a Slenderman oh, okay. movie. Okay. Sorry. Well, and hell, he's even showed up in TV shows. Has he really? He's been in uh, an episode of Lost Girl, which I haven't watched Lost Girl. I think we need to watch it, Kristen. It, and it's the the episode's called Subterfarian. Oh, Finian? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I forgot about that episode. Uh, he's in an episode of Supernatural uh, yeah. as a character named the Thin Man, and he is the star of. Well, I say the star. He's part of the case in a Law and Order Special Victims Unit uh, episode, and it inspired events surrounding a Slenderman related incident called glasgow man's wrath do you know that episode Kristen? no which episode is this because i've never seen it yeah we will i think we watched this one glasgow man's wrath we we'll talk about the case in a minute that it it's it's uh mimicking because they they usually those shows they follow oh yeah maybe a long time ago yeah so the question is where does the slender man come from i know do you? I do. Well, like most cryptids and myths, usually have years and years and sometimes hundreds of years of tales of a creature, right? Right. Well, this creature, like we said earlier, is a really, really recent creation. He was actually created June 10th, 2009. Uh-huh. So less than 10 years as of this recording. Slenderman's only eight years old. Eight? Aw. Aw. He's just a little older than Gibson. That's right. <laughs> so, uh... <clears throat> He's really old in dog years. <laughs> <laughs> so this all started on a thread in the Something Awful internet forum. Do you know anything about Something Awful? Because I really... I've never been part of that little community. No, I've never... I don't really get into the whole, like, communities like that or reddit or any of that stuff so i'm not i'm not big on any of that uh well they were having a contest to see if the users could edit everyday photos to appear paranormal and scary yes so eric can how do we how are we how did we say we're not newton 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 yeah it starts with a k but it's newton we'll say k silent it's good eric (laughs) eric so eric uh was using the Screen name Victor Surge, and he made two black and white images with a group of children and added a tall, thin man wearing a black suit. Right. No face. Right. The other entrants only sent in photographs, but he sent in his work with text. Mm-hmm. And, and supposedly this was text from eyewitnesses describing the abductions of the groups of the children and giving the character the name The Slender Man. Right. And if you look at, like, one of the original photos, it looks like the kids in the foreground are genuinely creeped out by something. Yeah. He, he picked the perfect photo to, to put this in. Right. The quote under the first picture read, We didn't want to go. We didn't want to kill them. But it's persistent silence and outreached arms horrified and comforted us at the same time. And then it said, 1983, photographer unknown, presumed dead. And the quote under the second picture read, One of the two recovered photographs from the Sterling City Library blaze, notable for being taken the day which 14 children vanished and for what it's referred to as the Slender Man. 
Deformities cited as film defects by officials. Fire at the library occurred one week later. Actual photograph confiscated as evidence. 1986. Photographer Mary Thomas. Missing since June 13th, 1986. That makes the pictures look scary. Yeah. Kind of gives them a little back history more than just a scary picture. Right. Eric was inspired to do this character by Zach Parsons' The Insidious Beast. Uh, which I don't know that one. I want to say it's an old drawing. Really? An old German drawing. Stephen King's The Mist, reports of uh-huh. Shadow People, Mothman, The Mad Gasser of Math- Matten, M-A-T-T-O-O-N. Not familiar with that one. That's something we're going to have to look into. Really? I kind of looked, just, I peeked. Uh-huh. I peeked at it, and uh, it looks like a fun case that, that no one's really given any love to, because I've never heard any shows I listen to cover it. So Okay. We claim that one. No one else do it. I'll they say will. they will now. They will now. <laughs> you should edit out. You should edit just out that beep part. It. Yeah, just beep one out the name later, of it. Wait yeah. for somebody else. <laughs> yep. So, because they'll take it. Uh, he also got inspiration from the Tall Man from the 1979 film Phantasm, mm-hmm. and the video games Silent Hill and Resident Evil. Mm, yeah, Hill I can see some Hi- Silent Hill. Creepiness. Yeah, yeah. You can. I mean, you can definitely. Right. So uh, shortly after the Slender Man went viral. And he started appearing in creepypastas. Uh-huh. The earliest one I could see, you know, like the, one of the very first ones, was creepypasta.com slash Slenderman. And it was posted on January 14th, 2010. After waking up with a jolt, the girl laid in bed a few seconds longer, reaching over to switch on her bedside lamp. She tried to remember exactly what had stolen her sweet slumber away. When she couldn't, the brunette swung her legs over the side of the bed and heaved herself up. Checking the time of her phone, she snorted when she saw it was midnight, the witching hour. Knowing that sleep would only evade her, she left her bedroom for the kitchen, a good cup of coffee on her mind. As she passed up her front door, a chill spread like a liquid fire down her spine. It's only winter, she told herself, focusing again on the coffee plan, measuring out scoops, water, and preparing her cup kept her occupied. But as the dark liquid boiled, she had nothing left to keep her mind from wandering off. The chill returned and she couldn't help but glance behind her to the front door. It stood there innocently enough, just like always. The dead bolt was still in place and she could see nothing amiss with it. Turning back to her coffee, she did her best to forget about the feeling. With her cup in hand, she started back towards her bedroom. As she walked by the front door, she decided that a quick glance out of the peephole would help calm her restless mind. The chill worsened with each step she took towards the door and further away from the safety and warmth of her blankets. She pressed her empty hand against the cold metal door and took a deep breath before leading her eye to the peephole. At first, she could only see an inky blackness and somehow seemed to swirl in itself. When she blinked in surprise, the void melted away. She wished it hadn't. In its place, there stood, and what she could only guess was once a man. The limbs were long and inhumanly awkward, with bulky joints branching off into several arms, not unlike the branches of a tree. The creature was draped in a black suit, however, manking the thing more nightmarish to her. The icing on the proverbial cake, however, was what passed as the hellish thing's face. It was as though her mind blurred the ghastly visage to spare itself further in shock and horror. She shoved herself away from the door with the hand still pressed against it. The scalding mug of coffee fell, the liquid burning her bare legs as she fell backwards and tried to crawl away from the door. She knew somehow that her mind hadn't been playing tricks on her. As she crab-walked away from the door, she watched as trindles as black as the void she first saw snake away through the cracks. The girl was trapped between the instinct to flee and the gut feeling to not turn her back on the door. When the door jolted, the urge to flee overcame her, and she slipped in the burning liquid as she tried to make it back to her room. She knew deep down that she was trapping herself in a corner, but she had to get away from the door. The girl was halfway down the hallway when she heard the previously locked door creak open. She screamed and slipped into a wall, cracking her chin on it and stunning her. After that, there was only blackness. Nicole? A warm male voice snapped the woman out of her trance. As she turned around, she was met by one of her sister's doctors. She nodded, not sure if she should say anything, or even if she could find her voice if she did have something to say. 
That morning, she had gotten an urgent phone call from the hospital, saying that her sister Lindsay was there, before they had even let her see her. The doctors had pulled her off to the side and insisted that they talk to her about what might have happened. Phrases like self-inflicted and assault had been thrown around and Nicole had felt her mind reel. She still hadn't fully understood what they had been saying until she saw Lindsay with her own eyes. Her little sister had a bandage wrapped around her head, covering both of her ears as well as her eyes. They said it was to keep her now deadened eyes from drying out and to try to keep infection out of the wounds Lindsay had made from her ears. The doctors had guessed that either she or someone had jammed a pencil into them to keep her off balance or to deafen herself against something. There was a mix of first and second degree burns on her hands, legs, and feet from what was assumed to be the coffee her neighbors found slipped all over the entry to her apartment. As Nicole walked to her sister's hospital room the first time, she thought she had spied the silhouette of a man in the window. That, she knew, was impossible. Her sister's room was on the third story of the hospital. That's the, like I said, that's the only, that's the, one of the first stories I could find. There might be a, uh, more mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. stories, right? but that was the first one. So this is a very important, uh, characters like Bigfoot, Loch Ness, Dracula, Frankenstein, they all can be found as public domain, right? You know, you'd think a folklore creature would be public domain. So like he was created on the internet for you know, everyone to see. And right. everyone uses him now. Right. <sighs> You're wrong. He is not he is not public domain. Really? He is owned. Slenderman is not public domain. Who owns the rights to Slendies? <clears throat> the guy that created him? Well, it's kind of more complicated than that. It's complicated by the fact that Eric is the character's creator, but a third party holds the options to any adaptations into other media, including the film and television. Mm -hmm. And I I couldn't, I wasn't for sure. The bigger man, so that nothing goes wrong and no one can sue them for anything without them taking the precautionary measures. But the identity of this third party holder has not been made public, to my knowledge, anyways. I, I, there, it might be. I thought it, I thought it was as soon as I'm gonna jump the gun. As soon as the girls made committed the crime. Oh, I don't know. I, I didn't see anything on it. That was the party that held it over him, not creepy pasta. It was the I another website. Oh, I, I couldn't find a name for him. Um, so Eric himself has argued that his enforcement of the copyright, because he sued some people over right, it. Right. He's argued that it has. Nothing to do with money, more than artistic integrity. And he quote he was quoted as saying, I just want something amazing to come off of it. Something that's scary and disturbing and kind of different. I would hate for something to come out of it and just be kind of conventional. So he just wants his, his stuff being boring. Right. He wants it being used the way it should be, creepy and right. scary. Right, right. And just, yeah. you know what, just like, it, just like any character that's ever been used at Marvel or right. DC, like, you want your characters to... So, so with the Hollywood adaptation coming out, does that studio own the rights now? I, I bet so. Well, I bet they're, they've optioned, optioned it just like uh, Fox did with, uh, you know... Uh, X Men. Oh, and stuff. okay, got you, got you. So they they have the rights to it right now, right? But one day a different company may own the rights. So we we're we're going to see Slenderman movies for years and years and years. Oh, I'm sure. Now they've got a couple of low budget ones that we've seen. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there are some already out there, right? More like fan made type. Yeah. Things. yeah. Well, hell, we bought one from Walmart. So really. Gibson has it in there. I didn't watch it. It looked terrible. <laughs> okay. As of May 2016, uh, the media rights to Slenderman have been sold to a production company, Mythology Entertainment. Is that who you're talking about, Kristen? Mm-hmm. So Mythology Entertainment's the one that's got the probably the rights to make a movie right okay. now. Okay. Okay. So that's probably the production company you're thinking of. Probably. Just nothing I've ever heard of. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get into more Slendy mess. <laughs> we'll be right back. I'll keep it that in. One of our sponsors today is Lafon Magazine, a magazine that's created by Tony Bologna. Tony Bologna is haunted by the angry spirit of his past life, Lafon, and he's selling these magazines to raise money to afford a proper exorcism. Proper exorcisms are not cheap, and we implore you to please 
helped this man rid himself of Lafon by supporting his fledging artistic venture. Lafon magazine is fiction, art, and humor writing printed on chemically treated papers that takes decades to decompose in the ground. So direct your internet browser to LafonMagazine.com, L-E-F-A-W-N-M-A-G-A-Z-I-N-E.com. You can snag issues one through four as well as other supernatural gifts. If you have a smartphone, you can follow Tony Bologna and LaFon Magazine on Instagram at LaFonZine. LaFon also has a Twitter page that you should follow at LaFon Magazine. Also, use the hashtag LaFon because, you know, no one else is. And you could be the first. Please stop talking for the rest of your days. LaFon Magazine. Hey there, fellow podcast fans. Do you love comic books and especially Swamp Thing? Get out of the bayou. So do we. Come check out the Parlor Pod Show, the world's only podcast dedicated to the muck-encrusted mockery of a man himself, Swamp Thing. This is some serious arcane audio. We also have a sister show, Splurch, where we dive into the world of comics and all the crazy aspects of life. Give us a listen at ParlorPod.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, our YouTube channel. Visit our site, ParlorPod.com, and consider supporting our Patreon for some really cool rewards and exclusive content. Check us out on PodcastRadioNetwork.net every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Join the conversation on Twitter by following at Parlapod. We'll see you in the swamps. Omit Defeat Radio. The podcast where your hosts, I'm your Dean and Storm Cool, chat about everything in pop culture. Suddenly you've got a knife in your back and this junkie is busy sucking the atom out of you because he can't afford his own. Everything's random, but it's all in good fun. Okay, welcome to the uh, welcome to the bonus bonus episode <laughs> of <laughs> the Crimson Speedster, the Red Light. So anyway, the world's fastest man alive. The Flash. The man with the speed. The Flash and The Speed Force King! Barry Allen is the Flash in question today. Every Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, and Omni, and your favorite podcast app. But Han Solo's death. Can we pin this on Finn? So we are back, and now we're going to try to figure out if there's any mythology behind the Slender Man before the last 10 years. What do you think of that, Rudy? I think because it's on the internet, it's got to be true. <laughs> really? No. No. <laughs> so, God. here is the thing. And help me describe this because I'm probably going to butcher my own thoughts. So, we know that Slender Man has been made up in the last 10 years or so, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, eight. We, we decided he was eight years yeah, old eight years as old. of this recording. Right. But was there a Slenderman creature before? Okay, so I feel like... Have there been any tall, gangly creatures that abduct children in the woods in previous like incarnations? Mythology, yeah. Mythologies okay, or whatever. So here's what the problem I kept running into is uh-huh. people are trying to now say that this mythology, it's made up as background mythology for Slenderman. Oh, man. See, and that, that really kind of hurts because I was reading some of the um, mythologies that he may be based on, and I was buying into it. Right. So if you try to look into the history of if there are creatures, right, it's a good possibility that you're only reading something someone else has created to add to the mythos of. Oh, that really sucks. So it's really hard to decide, is this a real story? But right. I've, I've written down a bunch of them. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and cover them, and I, I just copied and pasted these. So right. if these sound like they're from a website, guess what? They're from they're a from, website. From a website, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I, I, because they might not be true, and I wasn't gonna go try to dig, dig real deep and get a big, huge paper written on something that's just mythology of a mythological creature. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump a little bit. Was there one about? Uh, was there a German myth? German, uh, der. Gorbenman? Gorbin? Okay. Or it's Der Grossman? Okay. 
Oh, gross man. The large man. Yeah. Oh, good. Good translation. It's it. They they translated it to the tall man. So uh, this is a 16th century German myth with associate. Grossa man. He's associated woodcuts. Der Grossmann was commonly described as a fairy of the Black Forest who takes away bad children who entered the forest at night. He would stalk them until the child confessed their wrongdoings to a parent. However, there is little evidence to support that these folk, t- folk tales were actually told and evidence only exists of Slender Man fan sites. However, there is a similar figure known as the Erkling. Hmm. So that. Even in that, they, that's one of the sources that I saw that was like, mm, mm. it may not be real. <laughs> right, right. Uh, then there's the British Isles, the Fear Duba. Mm-hmm. It's D-U-B-H, so fuck you if I mispronounce that. Internet, take these fingers. <laughs> Internet doesn't want your fingers. I flipped you the bird. Whatever. So uh, apparently that stands for the Black Man and is a rare Scottish legend uh, concerning a malvoyant. Malevolent. Damn it. Malevolent entity that haunts footpaths and forests at night. In ancient times, it used to be connected to the Christian devil, but some of its characteristics are closer to that of Slenderman. See, when you generalize it by saying in ancient times, give me an AD to BC or BC to right. A. Give me something, because... You're kind of losing your validity there. Yeah, so it was used to scare small children to stay I think a lot of indoors. these stories... I think a lot of people like to scare small Before children. Before you were born, Rudy, is that okay for you? <laughs> no, that's not okay. A... Uh, oh, here's... I was born B.C. Here's, Thank you. Here's anyway, that... let's go. Here's that, uh, the Erkling. Okay. In Goeth's famous poem, one of the more most popular depictions of the Erklings. He is described as living in the forest and was trying to lure children away from their father. Only the boy can sense the Erkling's presence who eventually kills the boy. This behavior is similar to how Slenderman behaved in the early mythos. Mm -hmm. Then there's the Balding? Baldung? B-A-L-D-U-N-G? Baldung. The Balding painting, Hans Balding's painting. Hans Balding was a Renaissance artist who died in 1545. Here we go, a date. Right, Hans. there we go. <laughs> One of, uh, I don't know. <laughs> One of his famous paintings, uh, Three Ages of Women and Death, portrays a skeletal figure holding an hourglass. Something awful fan fiction created a myth that in 2003... When undergoing x-ray analysis for insurance oh, reasons, yeah. it was discovered that the painting had was altered early on to remove several extra limbs of yes. the skeletal figure yep. that were originally painted into the picture. There is no evidence that the pa- painting was ever x-rayed. I showed Kristen this last night. There's a painting. If you look at it, the, the skeletal figure that's holding the hour la- hourglass, uh-huh. it looks like it's got like eight arms. Right. But it looks like they're protruding from its if back. If it's inverted... Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's like an X-ray that they did to supposedly they X-rayed it to test its authenticity, right? But there, this is saying that th- there's no record of it ever being X-rayed, really. Oh, so okay, there's even mythology. So even that, even that story may be bullshit, right? That's God dang it. So that and, was such that, a cool story too, and it's such a cool picture if you look at it. Kudos like, to you, whoever wrote that. Because you had me fooled. It, go go find that X-rayed picture. Yeah, it's, it, it's legit. It looks cool as yeah. shit. If that was true, it was cool as shit. Oh, I really, I was hoping that one was real. Um, you sons of bitches. So in Japan, they have the Neparyo bow, also known as Zimbra, <laughs> Zimbira bow, or Nuparubo. Mudupurubu? Oh, you're butchering. Oh, I'm butchering him. I'm butchering him. Anyways, oh. he's a he's a faceless ghost or a yokai uh-huh. uh, whose legendary appearance is described as deeply terrifying and which takes delight in terrifying humans. A similar uh, Japanese yokai is the <laughs> Ashininga Tenega, a spirit with uh, extremely long arms and legs. Another more obscure yokai known as the. Mikushi Nudo. <laughs> Mikushi Nudo also bears a striking resemblance to Slenderman having a tall and malleable body. Ma- malleable? Malleable? Like changing? Oh, okay. Malleable. Possibly. 
and malleable body and killing humans in the wooded areas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh, China. Chinese legend involves a deity known as the Hundun, a faceless deity with without human senses. Hundun was sometimes described as a wicked humanoid with multiple limbs, the personification of chaos. Mm. However, Hundun died when his friends tried to drill eyes, a nose, and a mouth into his face. Some friends. <laughs> right? With with friends like those. You know you know, you you're a scary ass deity whenever your deity friends want to drill holes into your face to make you look more normal. Right. Wow, that is creepy. Uh, I think I think that that's the creepiest part. Not the fact that he had no face, but his friends were wanting to make him normal. Yeah. Why would you want to do that? That is creepy. Leave him the hell alone. I want to know. We kind of need to look into that one because that one's kind of cool. Yeah, that one is kind of cool. I hope it is real. So the uh, Babylon... I trust nothing anymore. Yeah, right? The Babyloni... Babyloni... Babylonians Bab have a myth? Say it one more time. Babylonians? Babylonians. There we go. Such as the Akkadians and Sumerians believed in a spe specific demon called the Alu. Mm -hmm. A half-man, half-devil creature without a face. The Alu creeps into its victims' bedrooms and terrifies them as they sleep. The Alu mm -hmm. demon was said to cause loss of consciousness, fixation of the eye in a stare, and loss of speech. Seems like uh, several cultures have faceless... Deities. Not necessarily deities, but monsters. Yeah, right. Which there's something kind of unnerving. If, if these are true, again... Right. Right. We're not sure if these are true. Right. Still, there's something unnerving about a faceless creature. Right. You know. You know, let's let's take a quick break. I know we we just took a break, but let's take another break. Okay. Uh and then when we come back, we will talk about the uh we'll talk about Wisconsin. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. We're going to talk about Wisconsin when we come back. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, she lives. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> to confiscate the humans' possessions. Possessions secured. Prepare the probe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a hot second. No need for a probe, man. Why are you doing this anyway? To learn from your account. And to obtain your container of treasures. Container of treasures? Oh, you mean my cryptid crate? Yes, the cryptid crate you possess. We desire it. We've discovered it to be populated with many objects we find most incredible. Correct. The objects in this container cannot be produced on our home planet. Well, you don't have to abduct people to get your own cryptid crate. Elaborate. Just go to cryptidcrate.com and sign up. On the first of each month, a new box filled with amazing cryptozoology-themed items will come to your mailbox, or spaceship. Allow us to show appreciation to you, human, for this invaluable information. Yeah, sure thing. Does this mean you're going to take me back to Earth? <laughs> Not exactly. Serious, a toaster can beat a dragon. Toasters can get really hot. Dragons breathe fire. To see how this and other battles end, find My Thing Can Beat Your Thing on iTunes and Google Play. And send your thing sightings to at thing beats thing on Twitter. For MTCBYT News, I'm a news person. My cat's probably freaking out right now, wondering where the hell I am. <laughs> You're gone for so long. You're gone for a whole few hours. How dare you? I thought you were gone forever. Yeah, usually. That's how he acts. We are back. <laughs> and now we're going to get... Uh, we're going we're gonna to get swifty. We're going to get swifty. Oh, yeah. Show me what you are got to get swifty. <laughs> um, so the Slender Man stabbings in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Basically, the story is uh, two 12-year-old girls lured another 12-year-old girl into the woods and stabbed her 19 times. That's that's the quick rundown. 
After mm. being stabbed, the victim crawled to the road where a cyclist found her and called 911. Mm-hmm. The girl was hospitalized for six days, and she has recovered like you spoiled a minute yeah. ago. Well, uh, I, I just read an article, too, before this started about how, um, it, basically her recovery from that incident, so. Right. Which is odd that that would pop up on my news feed after we got to talking about that's what we're going to record this week. Mm. Yeah. The universe is listening to you or the CIA? I'm thinking the CIA, because <laughs> the same thing happened during Flat Earth. Oh, really? Yeah, I started getting Flat Earth shit on my news feed after we started talking about wanting to research Flat Earth. Right. So, and while I'm researching Flat Earth, so I'm like, I'm I'm sitting here going, what is this? Right. You know, so yeah, thanks CIA. I appreciate <laughs> the help. So, uh, Peyton Leiter, uh, she was going to her friend's house, Morgan Geyser, for mm-hmm. a sleepover mm-hmm. uh, for Morgan's birthday. There was another girl uh, also invited, Anisha Weir. Mm-hmm. And they, like I said, they were all 12. Uh, the girls lured Peyton into the woods. The plan was originally to duct tape her mouth shut and kill her with a kitchen knife, stabbing her in the neck. Mm-hmm. They were convinced that if they didn't do this, that Slender Man would come and kill their families. So that's what, uh, I believe that's what the Anisha girl convinced the Morgan girl. Right. So I think you're, yeah. There's a documentary. I watched about 20 minutes of it. The HBO one. Yeah, I watched it all the way through. It was actually kind of interesting. It, you know what? It's worth watching. I, I didn't like the direction it was going. They started talking about like how it's just a popular trend, kind of like planking and the ice bucket water challenge. And well, they they dove into the psychology of basically the internet and how it can affect people, especially young people. Right. Um, things like you're saying trends and things like the ice bucket challenge and, and even. Um, they were talking about creepy pastas and how anything is pretty much accessible these days, right? On the internet, I, I just I find I find it I, well. I found it. <laughs> I found that that was kind of a, a uh, I don't know. I just didn't like that excuse because, I mean, we've had the Freddy Krueger movies, right? Uh, you know, since the eighties. Okay, I can understand that difference, but whenever she's sitting there in the in the interrogation room and she's specifically calling out creepy pastas and the Slenderman websites and yeah. things, that's a little different, you know. Yeah. It, you know what? And it's really, really bizarre listening to those girls talk about just like Because they're yeah. talking about it nonchalantly. Yeah, and they're they're just like, he's Slender's gonna kill us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. So, and so you know, the cops are sitting back going, who is this slender man? Yeah. They who, had no idea. Right. Right. This is when it, I guess, I, cause these, these, you know, these officers were oldies like me who may not know what all this stuff on the internet is. Right. So they were, they were genuinely concerned that there may have been somebody influencing them right. until again, they started talking about the creepypasta websites, things like that. Yeah. They call out some specifics in, in the interviews if you, if yeah. you sit back and watch them. So they like believed that, they had seen Slender Man, like in dreams and in real life. One of them did. I I can't remember which one though. Well, the yeah, I got confused on who was who. Right. Uh, they wanted to become what they were calling proxies to mm-hmm. Slender Man, mm-hmm. and the only way that they could do that was to kill in his name. Did they really stab her seventeen times? Nineteen or nineteen times? Nineteen. And one one of the stab wounds went right beside her heart, like mm-hmm. a. A millimeter uh, would have pierced her heart. Right. Like she, I mean, uh, <laughs> getting stabbed 19 times, that's no fucking joke. No. But she got super, super lucky and was able to crawl. Right. So w- since I mentioned that, Greg Steinberg, he was the one that found her. He was riding his bike on on this path, and this path was actually chained up. Really? He wasn't going to... It was chained up to where no one was supposed to go down it. Okay. And he decided, "Ah, I'll go down here. And that's when he found her down the road a little ways and called 911. So a little divine intervention. I mean, like I was talking about the universe. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The other girls apparently had uh, heard heard the sirens coming, so they kind of skedaddled the other direction. Right. But what I also heard was uh, they were looking for... Slender's Mansion in the yes. woods. They were yeah. going deeper into the woods mm-hmm. to find Slender's Mansion. I do remember them talking about that during the uh, police interviews, is that they they thought that they would be able to find Slender Mansion and get accepted into his world, Right, basically. 
you know, as the ambulance was coming, so were like, I guess, news crews and stuff. And they were on the outside of the forest where they found the girl. Mm-hmm. And apparently, um, Anissa's brother showed up where, where all the news crew was holding pictures saying like, Hey, if this is my little sister, if you see her, you know, let us know. We want to make sure she's safe. Right. So there's a lot of confusion at what the hell was going on. Oh, yeah. you know, one girl gets stabbed 19 times. The other two are missing. Kind of looks suspicious. Right. So right. it, it it's a definite huge twist when the two girls are like, yeah, but they end up finding the two girls and you know, it's, it's a big debate now. Like, um, like you said, the trends and stuff and, and there, I can't remember what they were, they were studying like the mental stability of, of, uh, ah, shit, I can't remember. It was, it was like the psychology of, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I just can't think of exactly what they were, what they were trying to get at. Right. Yeah. I can't remember, but, they, but they were, it, it's essentially brainwashing. Kind essentially of. Essentially is what it is. Kind of. I, yeah, I don't know. It, it, they, it's brought up a lot of stuff right. for, for, I don't know, internet and like what kids are, what's acceptable for kids to watch. And well, I want to know is, is why, why were these parents allowing them to watch this creepy? It's like, okay, to me, it's like, why would you let your kids play Five Nights at Freddy? Yeah, right. And, you know. But you know what? The the parents in one of the interviews said they had no idea that they were watching these videos. They just thought they were average little girls. Mm-hmm. Ooh, one thing I do want to bring up uh, that's really creepy that I just remembered from the the the, the documentary. So the uh, investigators. She's tell one of the little girls is telling the investigators. Well, she was one of my best friends. She was my only friend. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Well, why did you stab your best friend?" And she goes, "She just cold, cold as can be." Mm-hmm. Says it was necessary. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It was creepy shit like that. So, anyways, apparently other cases, not as brutal as this one, but there has been supposed other reportings of stuff happening because of Slenderman. Mm-hmm. An unidentified woman from Cincinnati, Ohio, told WLWT-TV reporter her 13-year-old daughter had attacked her with a knife and had written stories involving the Slender Man. And the mother said uh, this is what motivated that attack. Hmm. But it's unidentified, so did it happen? Right. On September 4th, 2014, a 14-year-old girl in Port Ritchie, Florida, allegedly set her family's house on fire while her mother and nine-year-old brother were inside. Police reported that the teenager had been reading online stories about Slender Man as well as a manga called Soul Eater. Eddie hmm. Daniels of the hmm. Posco Sheriff's Office said the girl had visited the website that contains a lot of Slender Man information and stories. It'd be safe to say there is a connection to that. I've never read Soul Eater or, or watched. It. I don't it's, know if, to if me it's, it's got a, a. To me, it's a neat little show. Okay, I, I enjoyed it. I watched. Is know, there any Slenderman esque about not it? Not that I'm. Uh, the only thing I could really think of is it involves um, the Grim Reaper. Okay, and death. There may be. I, I have to rewatch it to see if there's like a Slenderman type character, and I'm hmm. really not. I don't really remember. Um, I don't remember one. During an early 2015 epidemic of suicide attempts by young people ages 12 to 24 on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation, Slenderman was cited as an influence. The Ogola Soyx tribe, Sioux, oh, oh, Sioux, yeah, tribe uh, president noted that many Native Americans traditionally believe in a suicide spirit similar to the Slenderman. Interesting, maybe, so, yeah. I don't know. I'd like to know more about that case, too. I just kind of got the bare bones of it. Right, 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 right. I don't remember the natives ever having a slender type character. They have the Wendigo. Wendigo. (laughs) Which is... (laughs) There's an X-Men, the X-Men arcade video game. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, you fight Wendigo in one of the levels, Uh and he just goes, Wendigo! (laughs) Over and over. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> so um, th- there's one more thing that I find particularly interesting of the Slender Man okay. topic. Okay. Because, you know, we know he's fake. We right. know the fe- folklore could be fake. Right. Uh, we know where it comes from. And, you know, there's a couple of sightings. There's a lot of sightings, actually. People claim to have seen it. Oh, Okay, about the sighting things. I was going to bring this up a little bit ago with all these quote-unquote sightings of Slender Man. How are these slidings any different than these clown slidings that were happening last October right. during 
in like South Carolina or North Carolina and one of the Carolina states that was going on. And when the clown thing blew up last year, right? I swear to God, if it blows up again this year, I'm going to be pissed because <laughs> the clown is my thing and I didn't get to dress up as one. I was just pissed. Okay. So here's, here's two things that okay. I have on, or, or two theories. I don't have anything written down. This is just two things I want to see what you think about. Okay. First off, mass hysteria. Have you ever heard of that term? Oh, yeah. So we need to do some episodes on mass hysteria. There's some yes, we do. crazy ones. Essentially mob mentality as well. Yeah. Right. So basically, uh, to sum up mass hysteria, uh, one person sees something which makes another person see something which makes another person see something which makes... It keeps on going. It's mm-hmm. a vicious cycle. Again, the clowns. Yeah. That was yeah. mass hysteria. So... Could slender real supposed quote real Slenderman sightings be mass hysteria? Why not? We know it's a fake creature. And, and then and then also, why not a little bit of sleep paralysis? Why not a little bit of your eye didn't focus in in the dark shadows of the trees? You know, I we've got some a, a little bit of trees in our backyard, or well, not in our backyard, but like behind our fence line. Right. If you look out there. At any given time, if you try to focus hard enough, I'm sure you'll find someone standing there. Oh, I'm sure you will. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, God, and I hate sounding logical. I really do. But (laughs) the eye does like to play tricks on you. Yes. Like you said in a previous episode, your eye will try to make shapes out of stuff that's not there. Right. And, and and I'm a, I'm a huge believer in that. And now don't get me wrong. I believe in ghosts and this not. This and that and whatever, uh-huh. but I do believe that your eye, your eye, first off, tries to focus and grab as much light as it can, and right. then it tries to recognize shapes. Right. I right. truly believe that. Oh, I know, I know so. Right. Yeah, you I mean, wouldn't believe how many times I've woken up in the middle of the night and thought I saw something standing in my room, until I was like sitting there going, "What the what's going on here?" And you're and like. Then, I reopen my eyes a little bit, and it turns out, oh, it's just a shadow because there's something sitting right in front of a light. Damn it, why did I put that coat rack and yeah. the, the yeah, jacket? Yeah, why did I put that coat rack with that jacket and hat sitting there? That does not make any <laughs> and sense. And why is it posed like it's flexing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, yeah, no. Whew, I, thank God. Thank God it's just me. That's that's what I think, anyways. Right. So it could be some mass hysteria, but it can also be a tulpa. We need to cover tulpas oh, one day, too. yeah. So a tulpa is basically your imaginary friend, but... On steroids. Right. Basically, you can dream up your tulpa, and it can look like anything that you want. If you want a pony, if you want a tiger with purple stripes and wearing a Elvis jumpsuit, it's going to be that. So, are you saying that a lot of people's quote-unquote tulpas are slender-based? Yes. I mean, why not? If you are a, a horror fan... Right. I mean, you've met people that are like super, super into horror. Uh-huh. You know, they'll 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 dress the part. Like, I, w- I would like to think if I did have a tulpa, it would be something a lot more creative than that, though. Mine some, would not be like, sexy. Not like somebody else's tulpa. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, some. You know. Okay. Well, then again, the I'm not impressionable like a lot of kids and a lot of people are either. Okay, but like if if you if I if if you give a room full of a hundred people a mm-hmm. pencil and say I want you to draw a superhero, more than likely if they don't have any artistic ability or they don't have much imagination, they're going to draw Superman or Batman. You know, I'm going to draw a clown. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Not that's, everyone. That's my a lot of people are just going to draw like. <laughs> yeah, you're right though. You're it, right. It's going to be like okay. So if you're like, you like horror. Mm-hmm. What's your worst? What's your worst imagination? Oh, Slenderman! You know, right now it's Slenderman because that's what's popular. That's, that's what's, what we're talking about, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah, I could see someone if they were going to create a tulpa, right? Being like, I'll tell you what: if if somebody really wanted to create some good tulpas, uh, they should. We were talking about this off mic. Um, look into like the SCPs. Yeah, man, man. Describe. Will you describe that for? Um, SCP is a a site where basically it's kind of like a really dark version of Warehouse 13. The TV show, Warehouse 13. Where there's odd creatures that they've captured and odd artifacts that they have in their possessions that are super dangerous. Or some of them are even like really kind of benign. They're just kind of there. Right, yeah. They're just little odd little things. Um, 
like the like the ferret uh reproduction thing. I don't remember what the deal was with the ferrets. I just remember oh, yeah. there was hundreds of ferrets and yeah. they kept appearing for whatever reason in, in warehouse thirteen. Um like I was telling you about the one the one SCP um where it cannot move as long as it's being looked at. Right. But the moment you blink it like warps to you and it can like I think it snaps your neck. I wonder if that's where they got the movie for the idea for the movie Lights Out. Have you seen I don't that? Know. No, I haven't seen that one. Eh, eh, eh. I, I got okay. it up there if you want to borrow. It. It's, right. eh. and I mean, it was a cool idea, right? Um, they didn't pull it off, right? But a great idea. But it's because it's that idea that you were telling me about. About it's you know it it you blink and it's near you, right? Um. Oh well, no. Lights out was actually it started on it was uh it originally started as like a two and a half minute video online. Oh really? It was just a quick. Li- it was a woman laying in bed, and she saw something in her doorway. So she turned the light on. It wasn't there. So she turned the light off again. It was there. Back and forth, back and forth. And I think at the end of the video, it jump scares the shit out of you. Yeah, no, so, it, it. There's some jump scares in right. it. Right. But yeah, it's some great. Uh, I I love reading some SCPs and right. some creepy pasta. There's some great stories out there. There really are. And I think Slendy's along the same line. He he captures because I think it's because he's faceless. Right. There's just something inherently creepy about a faceless monster. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, because you can pretty much put whatever you want into it. Well, it, okay. Here's the thing. It's very creepy, glowing eyes mm-hmm. because there's no pupil. Right. Th- that's what I believe. There's no pupil. There's no like humanization on it. With the Slender Man, there's no eyes. You can, there's no face, so you can't. It's not human. It's, right. It, that, you know, and that's the same with gray, like gray aliens. When when you see pictures with uh, of grays, and they've got the almond eyes, and and they're black, and they're tiny mouths. Right. And, it's yeah. you. You can't. It doesn't have eyes like a human. Right. But then when you have like cryptids and stuff that have eyes like a human that's fucking scary too right so i think that's what it is i think it's the eyes that there's no eyes so slender man is unknown and it's spooky see everyone likes slender man but one of my favorites is the rake what's the rake it is it's a creature if i remember the myth correctly if you look at it if it catches your attention it will not stop until it kills you Ooh. No matter where it is, no matter where you go in the world, it will find you, it will get to you, and it will kill you. And once it's done, it goes back to its original place. Ooh. Yeah. If if that's the same one. There is a creature in there, and I'm pretty sure it's the rake that does that, where it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you're doing, where you're going. If you make eye contact with this thing, you're done. Huh. Yeah. And then there are some that, oh, God, there's one that like tells you not to look at it, but you have to look at it. Because if you don't look at it, it'll kill you. Oh, so it's messing with you. Yeah, yeah, it's messing. <laughs> oh, there's some there's some really cool ones. Um, like I said off air earlier, the the book where when you open it up and you read it, whatever disease you read, you die, and it's different every time. Right. So if you flip the page over, and you got herpes, you got herpes. Right. And then she's like, oh, I don't want herpes. You flip the next page over. Oh, lung cancer. Well, nope, I don't want that either. And it's di- but it's different. Right. Every time you open the book, it's a different it's a different set of diseases. Weird. So, yeah, yeah. So you can't be like page thirty seven is uh you have a bum toe. Right. So everyone just turn to page thirty seven. Yeah, because it's different every time. <laughs> so yeah, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of really cool creepy pastas and SCPs and things like that out there. I love going through and reading every every once in a while, reading some new ones. So, so how do you feel about the Slender Man? mythos all that are that is already available and out there and i mean i it's the it's basic it's to me he's one of the few that has like overly saturated the market yeah when there's so many other good ones out there like better ones out there right and slenderman but i can see why slenderman would be popular uh, it, that's what i was about extent. to say he's he's real basic he's he's real easy to write for it's not like there's a whole lot of backstory there's not you don't need a lot of backstory Big, tall, scary man comes for children in the forest. In the forest, if if he he stalks you to give you more fear, and to me, he's kind of lost his creepiness because of his origins. You know where he came from, right? You can look it up. Unlike you know. uh, like 
I mean, you know, ancient tales that have been around for hundreds and thousands of years. Those, those to me are way more entertaining than... Oh, um, yeah. Like, I love werewolf stories. I love right. hearing werewolf origins because there's not just one. Right. There's right. a whole shitload you can pick from. Vampires. Yeah. Um, you know, it has its origins back in um, Vlad the, with Vlad the Impaler. Right. You know, there there's plenty of... Um, there's, those old school mythos are just great. Yeah, but, but some I'm gonna tell you right now some of these some of these new ones, man, bravo to you guys who create them because they are scary as shit. Yeah, no, no, and 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 you know even Slender Man in its own respect can be very frightening if you can find the story about the it's it's a creepypasta about the Russian experiment on sleep deprivation. I have read, I have listened to someone <laughs> read that, and it is scary, and I believed it. Right. And, th- I mean, they make those stories to where... My hat's off to that person who created that story because, wow, it is good. It is. And it is It is one of those... It's, it's as far as getting into your to your head and, and having you remember the details of it, it's Stephen King-esque. Mm-hmm. Stephen King is really good about doing that in his books. Right. This guy, whoever created this story, did that. Right. So, uh-huh. props to you. Isn't there some really creepy pictures that go along with it? Yeah, but they're they're kind of like um they're like file footage from like Holocaust era. Okay. So it adds to the level of creepiness right. to it, you know. So That's what we need to do one day. We need to just do an episode on our, uh, on creepy pastas and just read them. That'd be an easy mm. episode. Mm. Man, <laughs> there's some good ones. So yeah, if if you're into this show and you're into that kind of stuff, man, you probably already know what yeah. your favorite one is. Right. So, but yeah, there's, there's so many good ones. So many good ones. Well, I guess, I mean, do you have anything else to add not, to Slendy? Not really. Um, Slenderman. The only thing I can really say about this episode is just be careful what your kids are getting into. Yeah. Really? Like, yeah. truly? Like, our seven-year-old loves the Slenderman stuff. Right. He loves watching other YouTubers play the stupid Let's Play things. It's not even about that. It's it's maybe you're he's watching a series of videos on that, but then it turns into that weird place on the internet where it's not what that's about, even though the thumbnail says that's what it's about. Right. I I've like while doing this research, my nephew wanted to watch documentaries and stuff, and and some of the stuff that I was watching on Slenderman, I wouldn't let him. Right. Because he's six. Right. And I'm like, you're not watching this because this could be scary. Yeah. So, like we while we were while I was watching the documentary he cuz he was like oh you're doing slenderman right i was like no man you you can't watch this buddy right. like you got to sit this one out exactly and then uh like he loves that five nights at freddy stuff right and i mean i i get it it's a game but still like you're exposing elements of death and stuff to your kids and and we feel our our kid now i say we feel our kid is it, kind of mature enough to handle it mm-hmm. but i mean i'm sure that's what these parents that of these 12 year old girls thought too well from what i understood from watching the documentary they had no idea that's what they say they had no idea that they how, were even watching these. how are you not involved in your kids live i mean 12 okay i've got a seven-year-old so i can't speak for that because i don't know what it's like raising a 12 year old so i'll shut my mouth right um the one dad of one of the girls um is an admitted schizophrenic. Uh, schizophrenic. Really? Schizophrenia? Yeah, yeah. Schizo- he has schizophrenia. Schizophrenic. Okay, he's schizophrenic. <laughs> so she was showing signs of that early on, but she didn't have anyone to talk to about it, and she didn't have medications. Man, you know that. I think that you know he us did us going back to the, our Jeffrey Dahmer episode. Mm-hmm. If something is wrong, you really need to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Whether it's you have impulses of murdering someone, uh, sexual impulses like Dahmer, though, when when we uncover that little tidbit about him having surgery at four and he was a completely different kid, yeah, I, I never went back and looked up that. Did you, Kristen? I have that heard up. stories now, and I have read stories looking up things for other things where people have have changed. Because of drastically because of the anesthesia. Really? And That's I scary as well, hell. I didn't realize this, but my sister, after her surgery, became 
violent. Really? Like, very short-tempered. I wish she would have said something like, she really likes chocolate now, and she hated it before. No, no. (laughs) It's mood-altering. It it affects people's brains. Weird. Because she was under for a long time, and I had no idea that any of that happened. And I don't really talk to her that much, so... And my whole point was, like, you know, he he even admits... When we we did that episode, he Uh even talks about, like, he didn't have anyone to talk to. He didn't know who to tell... Like, I really feel like that's a big deal with any kind of, if you feel like you're having more than one thought, (laughs) if you're schizophrenic, I know it's probably hard to tell. Right. But like, if you're feeling something weird, you at least should tell someone. You should, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I can understand why you wouldn't as a kid. Right. I mean, you're just afraid you're going to get made fun of or be a disappointment, but that's not the case. Right. People need to understand that, and I think I'm not trying to be like, oh, here, you know, the more you know, <laughs> but, right, right. Just find that person you can talk to without them judging you. For yeah, it. because don't be like these twelve year old girls, right? And if you're a young person listening to this, don't be like these twelve year old girls. Talk if you have a weird thought, talk to someone. Don't be like us. Don't be like us. Don't we're not like cool us. either. No, we're assholes <laughs> for the most part. Right? Hell, we haven't even acknowledged why Kristen's gone. Oh, Kristen's gone? Yeah. No, I didn't even notice. I, I saw a tentacle yeah. come in, yeah. and it just wrapped around her mouth and just slowly drug her out, and I was just like, meh. It's a normal that Saturday just, night. I just thought that was something she was into. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> okay. It's that, uh, what's that, uh, anime? What, hentai? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. I couldn't think of what it's called. Yeah, I, I've just heard <laughs> I've about heard, it. I've heard stories about I've heard it. stories. I don't even know what the internet is. I don't even know. <laughs> okay, we need to stop talking. <laughs> yeah, we, it's, it's slowly turning into an after dark. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Is what's happening here. <laughs> All right, well, that's uh, Slender Man, and uh, we're out, bitches. Peace, be careful. Peace. If you haven't already, please... Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, all the good places that you can find podcasts. And uh, also, please leave us a review on iTunes. We would greatly appreciate it. You can catch us on the Podcast Radio Network at 9 p.m. Eastern. That's podcastradionetwork.net every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern. After us, stick around and you can listen to another Dark Myths member, Monsters Among Us. So, Sundays are jam-packed. Go check it out, podcastradionetwork.net. Don't forget to subscribe to Cryptid Crate. Just go to cryptidcrate.com and you could have a new cryptid box full of cryptid goodies delivered to your door every month. I'd like to give a small little shout out to the Gone Cold podcast. They released their first episode on July 17th. So go subscribe to them on iTunes. It's Gone Cold Podcast. And give them a listen. They were kind enough to purchase one of our t-shirts from our What a Maneuver page. So thank you very much to them. You rock. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Secret Transpod. We are on Facebook, Secret Transmission Podcast. You can send us an email, secrettransmission at hotmail.com. And I think that's going to do it for this episode. We hope you come back and listen to us try to explain the unexplainable. Check, 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 check. Check, 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 check. Test, test. Check, 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 check. Check, 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 check. Okay. I can hear both of you just fine on my end. Okay. Can you hear Kristen? Yes. If you quit moving that microphone. Well, I'm trying to get it set up because I'm going to be reading a lot. <laughs> Dickheads. Hope your voice do not go out. Me too. I hope it heals in two weeks. It will. <laughs> <laughs> Blessings in two weeks. Is hey, your microphone on? Yeah, mine's on. Okay, there you go. Okay, you just weren't talking very loud. Oh, my bad. Okay. Hey, you need to let me know when you record your mom doing her ghost stories because yeah. my mom wants to show up for it. I want to. I want her. Really, your mom has a ghost story? She has tons of ghost stories. <sighs> That'd be fun to 
to just let them talk. Yeah. Like yeah. us just hit, like let them just sit across from each other and just tell them and we'll just yeah. sit in the silence. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, she had a very eventful childhood. Under the second picture read, <clears throat> do I sound terrible? No, you actually sound fine. But okay. whenever you do, you, you know, your, your stuff, that's when, yeah, you can tell that there's something wrong with your throat. Okay. Uh, it sounds really bad to me. Like it sounds. Terrible. I don't think you sound that okay. bad. I really don't. One of two recovered photograph. Uh, Deformity. Deformities. Deformities. Oh, deformities. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm sorry. It's just like cow shit all over again. Uh, no cow shit. Deformities. Now I can't say it again because you fucking said it wrong. <laughs> what is it? Deformities. Deformities. Ready to say goodbye, Roger. <laughs>